everyone, it's Elisa here to let you know that if you love this podcast, and specifically these Revving the Words episodes, did you know about RevWell TV? It's our library of online workouts that will train your hope and move you in God's love. It is our gift to everyone who joins us on mission. RevWell TV is filled with all types of faith-based, fitness, training, cardio, strength, flexibility, hit Tabata circuits, dance, kickboxing, drumsticks, stretching, restorative care, and so much more. Uh, teachings that will go beyond just what we can do here. So when you partner with us, you aren't just getting access to amazing workouts. You are also joining us on mission to spread the gospel in this very unique way. It is our desire at Revelation Wellness to use fitness and wellness, all things wellness, as a tool to spread the gospel. And we do that by breaking physical and spiritual chains of poverty and lack. That's what we do. So thank you for those of you who are already partners with us and you're enjoying the gift of Revel TV. If not, if you're not a partner with us yet, come on, let's go make Jesus famous on the earth in our bodies because there are a lot of bodies who need this gospel delivered in this unique way. So swipe up on the show notes to find out how you can become a partner with us on mission. I have another revving the word for you today. It's a good one. You guys, this one was an impromptu one. I wasn't planning on doing it. So you know when those happen, it is a move of the spirit. So have fun today. Enjoy this episode. May it be a get to. May you feel the joy of the Lord that is your strength. See you guys next time. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Okay. I'm smiling. You know what? I wasn't even planning on recording today. But something in me <laughs> just felt the joy of the Lord to say, you know what? I've got to move. I'm going to move and see what happens when we do this together. So thanks for being here today. My name's Elisa. And I want you to, I want you to say, I want you to shout out me. If you've been doing a revving the word with us for over a year, say me. Two years. Three years. Four years. <laughs> I think we're about right there. I think it's been about four years that we've started doing this. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to go back 80s. Yeah, we're just going to do it. Okay? It's fun. I don't often do theme music, but today, all of our work efforts, we're going in the 80s. We're going to go in the Wayback Machine. And we're going to keep building on what we talked about and studied and embodied a couple weeks ago in our last Read in the Word, or a week ago. So before we get going, let's take a read of your joy. Where you at? A scale of 1 to 10. Remember, joy isn't happiness. Joy is confidence. A God-fidence, that God is going to work it all out 
that he is for you. He is with you. That's joy. Come on. You don't have to feel. <laughs> you don't have to feel like you have joy to know you have it. So God, thank you. Thank you for faith. Thank you that faith doesn't need the feeling to match, that our feelings are good servants and terrible masters, God. You are God. You are Lord. So come, have your way, change our brain, give us new thoughts, new vision, a fresh hope. Fill our air, our lungs with air. Fill us with the Holy Spirit. Everyone, can you say that? God, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Wait, right now, see that happening from your toes to the tip of your head, filling you with his oil of gladness, joy. Come on, look higher than your circumstances. You got, if you've got breath, you've got hope. And if you've got hope, you can get some joy going up in here. So thanks, God. We love you. Do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, thanks, Diana Ross. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, you're a good six, right? One being in bed, eyes open, breathing. Ten is a sprint. It ain't fun. You have to focus, narrow your vision to do it. Right now, you've got some, some capacity. You can look around. You can close your mouth and take a breath or two, maybe three. You actually can, at about a five or a six, you can close your mouth and breathe through your nose. But when we get about to a seven, that's not gonna happen anymore. Now, as we start to breathe through our mouth, don't forget to breathe through your nose. It's very powerful. Remember, 80% of the pain in our body is due to low oxygenated blood. You're not breathing. Breathe. It's the breath of the Almighty that gives us life. Sacrifice. Breath. Okay, we have about a minute. And then we are going to accelerate. I'm going to give a little bit more. Let's talk about Solomon. We left off with Solomon offering a thousand burnt offerings on the bronze altar at Gibeon. This is before he does the first thing when he takes over to reign and to rule. He gathers the leaders and makes a thousand burnt offerings. Gracious. Verse 7. Why you see? Solomon, he's worn out, wrung out, but he knows. He's done exactly, he's done obedience. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. But there will be sacrifice involved for obedience. Can I get an amen? Come on, sacrifice. Verse 
December 7th, in that night, meaning the night after the thousand burnt offerings are offered, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, I love this, ready? Quote, ask what I shall give you. That's it, I love it. Isn't that cool? God comes to Solomon, wakes him up in the night, says to him, Solomon, ask of me what you want. This should be a picture of the fact that sacrifice precedes favor. Sacrifice precedes favor. Everyone, accelerate. One minute. Go! Say it over and over. Sacrifice precedes favor. Come on. And why do we sacrifice? Because it's necessary for obedience. Come on. Breathe through your nose. You are a child of God. It delights Him to give you favor. But are you seeking His hand or His face? Seek His face. You'll get His hand in due time. We've learned last time that it is possible. Pull back. It is possible to give sacrifice, go through the motions, do your Christian duty, and have your heart far, far away from Him. Not you. That's not you. Come on. Right now, with every breath, you're burning away the unbelief, the bitterness, the unforgiveness. It's not worth it, friends. It's weighing you down. 30 seconds. Accelerate. Go. I thought he said tall people there. Did he say tall people? Because then I'm out. (laughs) Only the tall people are thanking him. Thank you very much. All of us. Okay. Sacrifice precedes favor. Slide in to a comfortable work zone. Be a seven. Enjoy. Breath. About four minutes. Just be steady. I want you to be a steady Eddie. Six, seven. If you want to be an eight, before you choose to do that, I want to ask why. To just feel the joy pulling you there, then go. 
If it's the critic in you, shoving you, prodding you, listen, that's important. Because if that's happening for you, you will be prone to seek God's hand and not his face. You will be prone to make sacrifices, but yet your heart be far away. The ultimate point is obedience. I want everyone to think about this. Have you ever run an obstacle course before? Anyone watch American Ninja Warrior? <laughs> Treacherous. You know how much they train? They train their grip, their forearm strength, like weird tiny little muscles. Just so they are prepared for any obstacle, like swinging doors or arm cranks. And if you notice with that Ninja Warrior, it's a lot of upper body. You know why? Because we don't walk on our hands. Our legs are pretty strong. We use them all the time. But upper body strength, it's counter. It's not something I think all that necessary. But in the most treacherous of obstacles, do you want to knock someone out? Ask them to have some upper body strength because they don't walk on their hands. And this is obedience, guys. The Lord will ask things of us. And it'll feel impossible. <laughs> but on the other side of the obstacle of the impossibility is the favor. Favor. just an obstacle. The sacrifice, listen, it's a tree, it's a, it's a tree that's fallen down in your path that just needs to be chopped up and burned. And for some of you, that sacrifice, it's the scale. It's your calorie counters. For some of you, the sacrifice is, hey, it's time to start counting. It's time, it's time to sober up and pay attention. I don't get to numb out and call it grace. I don't get to restrict and call it grace. I don't get to try and control and call it grace. That's what people do who make sacrifices and their hearts are far from God. But because Solomon makes a sacrifice of a thousand burnt offerings, you know what he's saying? You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. I'm gonna go quiet. And I wanna ask you, is that true for you? Is he worthy of it all? you we will worship that's right the treasures in your heart what is it who is it I know a sacrifice whatever God's asking for it's a temporal thing it's something that burns anyways it's something that can't last 
And I know, you know what we think about or I think about? This is a tough one. Put your big girl boy pants on. God asking Abraham to sacrifice his only son. Come on. Now here's the thing. We know what Abraham did. We know he did it. We know that he went all the way. And at the last minute, God provides a sacrifice. Y'all, we should not be offended by the tests that come, by the obstacles and the trees that fall down in our path. We must not be surprised. We must get curious and fascinated as what could be on the other side of this. Because <laughs> you know what's gonna come? A midnight wake-up call that says, ask what I shall give you. Come on. Anyone else get excited about that? Accelerate, go to an eight, nine. Slow back if you're running, it requires some hamstring. I love it. You can just be walking faster. You can be lifting weights <laughs> from your pinky toes to your fingertips or cleaning the house fully present. Ask what I shall give you. The Lord wants to ask you this question. Sacrifice. Whatever you have to burn for obedience prepares and precedes favor. Accelerate. Come on, just bump it up to what feels like sacrifice, obedience, not proving anything. God's already proved it. Pull back. <laughs> so good. Some of you need to shake your hands. Some of you need to roll your neck a bit. Loosen up, loosen up. Come on. Let me be your corner woman. You're going to get back in there. And I need you to actually make this tangible now. What's the obstacle? What's the swinging door? What's the hand crank? What do you seem too short and it's too big? Go. Come on, keep going. Holy Spirit. We're here to meet with you. Give us the grace for obedience that we don't poo-poo sacrifice, that we become the people that everywhere we go and we follow God, there's a trail of ashes. Pull back. Sacrifice precedes favor. And that night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, ask what I shall give you. I love that. Can you just see God's excited? You know, he loves to give gifts. Who doesn't love to give gifts? Come on, isn't that true? 
I love to get gifts. There's something about giving the gift. When I know that they have asked for it, and they've been waiting for it, and maybe they've been saving and sacrificing for it, and if I can provide it, you know, there's help. We can't sweep in and meet everyone's needs just so that we can get a hit, a payoff, a dopamine release. But like Christmas time, right? Celebration. When you just, you check the box, naughty, nice, doesn't matter. They're made in God's image and you want to bless them. Not because it's them you're celebrating, but the goodness of the Lord. Celebration is celebration. And to give a gift, just get so excited. Jesus said it is better to give than to receive. So can you see God here? Just spending days watching Solomon do the dirty work of a thousand burnt offerings. He didn't grumble. He didn't hesitate. He knew as he stepped in to this promotion, sacrifice, let's do this. He gathered other leaders. Spends. And again, I, I couldn't find the timeline, but it was somewhere to do a thousand burnt offerings, bloody offerings, animal killing offerings. Which remember, animals symbolized riches. It's how you live. You lived off your land. You fed your family off the land. This is agricultural times. This is like you offering today all of your technology. Oh, have you been following me on Instagram? Have you been listening to our podcast about our phones? Y'all, get on this freedom train because there is some favor coming. Sacrificing. The thing that we say, no, but this is how I get work done. This is how I pay the bills. This is how I, quote, provide for my family. Come on, we can masquerade a lot of Christian duty inside of things that are actually disobedience. But God wants to belly up to us in the middle of the night and whisper in our ear, ask what I shall give you. What do you want? I'm so pleased with your heart. I see you seeking my face. What shall I give you? Name it, Solomon. Name it, Solomon. Name it, sister. Name it, brother. Come on. to do this. He rewards those who seek him. But in your seeking, where's the sacrifice? Where is it? Jesus says, if you love me, you're going to obey my commands. There is no obstacle for you because you know that I'm worthy of it all. God said, you know. 
Last working song. Little ladies, still going. Come on. Now listen, we're gonna build. I want you to be a seven right now. We're slowly gonna build. We're gonna go from a seven to a seven and a half, to an eight, to a little over the eight. That's over threshold, it's tough there. You can't hold it, or you can hold it, but not for very long. And then we'll hit a nine, and who knows what else. Be a seven. Verse 8, and Solomon said to God, You have shown great and steadfast love to David, my father, and have made me king in his place. Oh, Lord God, let your word to David, my father, be now fulfilled, for you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Listen, God wants to promote you. A city on a hill. Go to a seven and a half. Come on. He wants this for you. My daughter asked me the other day, Mom, do you think there's a lot of people who don't live up to their fullest potential? Oh, come on. <laughs> Emphatic. Yes. More. There are more of those than those who do. There are more that don't live up than those who do. Because we know that the road is narrow. But I'm not worried about them. I have your attention right now. And your promotion is on the line. Verse 11, God answered Solomon. No, sorry, verse 10. Solomon says, Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people. For who can govern this people of yours, which is so great? Solomon's saying, I'm way in over my head, God. I am way in over my head. You gotta come. You gotta do what only you can do. Solomon didn't ask for a program, a plan. He didn't ask for more commandments, more laws, more rules. He said, you're gonna have to do something inside of me, God. Accelerate to an eight. Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people. Or who can govern this people of yours? which is so great. Eyes off the people. I love that Solomon had his eyes off the people. Eight and a half, go. God answered Solomon. <laughs> I love this. Because this was in your heart 
and you have not asked for possessions, wealth, honor, or the life of those who hate you and have not even asked for long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may govern my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. Receive this, sister. Receive this, brother. Open your hands. Receive this. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. Those of you who keep showing up, putting your body on the altar as a living sacrifice, knowing that these workouts, they're not saving you. Christ is. But he's meeting you in your body. And he's kicking out and kicking over idols. Disobedience, the blocks. Yeah. And because of that, wisdom and knowledge. Remember I said God never asked for something, never asked us to sacrifice wisdom and knowledge. Yes, for temporal things. Wisdom and knowledge are eternal. Back to Abraham his one and only son in the flesh even though it was what Abraham wanted for so long still temporal my children are only here for a blip eternity is long recover I didn't go to a 9 or a 10 maybe you did okay indulge me with this cool down song we're just going to cool down now guys be kind to you. This was <laughs> one of my father's favorite songs. I know, it's crazy. I can remember coming home from school. I had a little Winnie the Pooh record player, a little 45. And I bought this 45 of this song, Sailing by Christopher Cross. <laughs> I came home from school one day about seven years old, eight years old, and I find my dad in my bedroom, leaning his forearm, like his elbow up against my dresser, just longing and leaning into the little speaker coming out of Winnie the Pooh's belly. And I said, Dad, what are you doing? He said, Miha. I think I think this is what it sounds like to go to heaven he said one day I'll just sail away to Jesus <laughs> and he sure did so song just kind of says that's what this is about eternity come on have a bigger picture get your feet off this earth just a bit shrink your footstep tread lightly walk lightly that's why Jesus says take very little with you 
The little you have, the less you'll have to sacrifice. The less you long for, that will not go with you. The better. Sacrifice it. Take you a minute to just get it straight. Get straight here. That's what we do. What really matters? What's really worth it? Is it worth it? Is it eternal? Everything else. This is why Paul can say, I consider it all rubbish. It's a dumpster fire. Other than knowing Christ. Solomon. God, you're going to need to do a knowing on the inside of me. Do something inside of me so that I can be where you are. Say what you're saying. Do what you're doing. Because this dream and this vision is way too big. And God says, wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. And I will also give you riches, possessions, and honor, such as none of the kings had who were before you, and none after you shall have the like. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the gift of salvation that leads us to everlasting life. Thank you. It's far too big for us. We repent of getting stuck on small things, of clinging to things in the hidden places of our heart, and yet offering you lip service. Sacrifice precedes favor. We don't do it to get favor. We don't sacrifice to get favor. We do it because we know he is better. You guys, there is something that God wants to give us, but it is loosened through love choosing to say no no to everything or anyone else that would get in the way of your fullest potential right let's be a generation who can answer Sophia's question with a maybe before us there were many who left a lot on the table but not me as for me and my house and it starts with us guys take your eyes off your children take your eyes off your husband take your eyes off your wife (laughs) sacrifice that clinging and manipulating 
and the pain there's a pain there there's some type of pain connected to that longing that if only God would do this then well then I can move on to bigger things <laughs> and everything in the kingdom works different upside down God says you know seek the bigger things and then I'll give you all that which makes total sense because he wants to entrust you with something and he can only trust the trustworthy who are not after him for the things and the stuff and the promotion and the riches and the possession and the honor come on <laughs> they're just they're just after him <laughs> a friend of mine was asking me today about things in my personal life and particular person that's just challenging for me and I said man they just keep me running after Jesus <laughs> they keep me chasing Jesus right not they keep me running on empty they keep me from doing whatever no they just keep me chasing after Jesus that's a gift. What a gift. So God, thank you. We thank you that you're doing something. And that we are the people. I know that these people inside of Revelation Wellness are the ones. The living sacrifices. Holy and pleasing to you. And they are being transformed as they refuse to conform, that they are being transformed by the renewing of their mind because when they move their bodies, you create new brain cells and we're pumping those new brain cells with what is true and everlasting. <laughs> and as they move, God, they are shedding skin. They are shedding shells, old nature, shedding old self, dying, and this new self like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Thank you, God. Do it again. Do it over and over. Do the work in us. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. gonna be